You're listening to Real to Real with Coach Herb and B, a podcast that brings you community and culture with your host, Coach Herb and B. Hey, 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 what's up, y'all? This is Coach Herb coming to you from Mustang Sally's, and I'm here with my girl B. Hey, y'all. And we have some fabulous, um, Ms. the owner, Mr. Paul. I'm the taproom manager. That's oh, right. Oh, the taproom yes. manager. <laughs> and uh, Chelsea. Chelsea, okay. And so, and y'all do what here? You're the taproom manager yes, and you're the... I'm the social media manager. All right. Oh, nice. Yes. I'm, I'm neither of those. So. <laughs> yep. Yep. Herb shows up. I don't yep. do any social media. I'm not very good at it. I try my best, you know. So. That's why people like me get hired. Yes, that's right. So if you're looking for another job. Yep. <laughs> or a part-time job. Let me, let me so you want to cut that <laughs> out? <laughs> and thank you for allowing us to be in your space, too, because we really appreciate it. It looks so different. It's yeah. so... It's so beautiful. Very, it's very so cool. bright yes. and welcoming. Um, it's very different from when I was here last time. Mm-hmm. So I just appreciate coming back into a freshly renewed Fresh space. New look. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah. Um, and you all have new logos because I can see it I on know. your shirts mm-hmm. as well. And it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like something from like NASA yeah, or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> who, came, who came up with that design or concept? Or what, did you guys reach out to somebody? Um, so this was a. Yeah, so we w- went through a rebrand in the okay. last year, and okay. uh, basically our, our owner, Sean, uh, we were we were kind of sitting in the office, and we were talking about how um, we it's kind of dated to have a, a lot of brewery logos kind of have this, like, circular format, yes. and uh, we kind of decided we wanted to switch things up, yeah. so uh, we, in conjunction with our uh, graphic designer, we just kind of wanted to take a more uh, modern spin and, okay. like, kind of a new twist while we're... Uh, you know, as we were making all these changes in here, we wanted to create something that's going to support um, that new direction that we're taking. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Because it is like, really nice. I, <laughs> I, I, I was, when I pulled up, I was like, this, is, this place is pretty cool. And then when I came in, then it was like, okay, I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, we, you know, we're, we're joined by Mr. Ben. He's come, came out of the woodworks again. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Mr. Welcome ben. into the camera, Ben. Yeah. yeah. You know. He's so honored. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, he doesn't come out for everybody, so. He's <laughs> <laughs> saying we're special. Yes, <laughs> you are. <laughs> so, Mr. Ben, what you got for us, man? We're going to get real for a second. Yeah, so one of the first things that we kind of wanted to ask is, where did the actual name for Mustang Sally come from? It's a pretty unique name. It doesn't yeah. sound like a whole lot of other places, uh, things kind of going on around here. So yeah. are you guys able to kind of let us uh, let the audience and us know where it kind of came from? Yeah, sure thing. So uh, when people come in, the first thing they think of is the Wilson Pickett song, uh, <laughs> Mustang Sally. Mm-hmm. And I love that song. It's a, yeah. it's a great song. <laughs> um, but the, our name actually comes from uh, our, our founder, Sean, when he was... Uh, in college, he was actually uh, he used to race sailboats. Okay. And the the boat that he spent most of his time on when he was doing these races was called Mustang Sally. So oh. it sort of Aww. takes him back to this time in his life when he was you know dreaming of opening a brewery like this, nice. and like, oh, awesome. something like that. Nice. I always think about the brewery thing as like obviously everybody goes all oh, hipster type stuff and all of that <laughs> stuff, but like. I think this is probably one of the coolest concepts mm-hmm. that's going on right 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 now because mm-hmm. it, it it helps you socialize, but then also there's 
there's also distance that it, even though it's kind of weird talking about social distancing right now but like it helps you distance from other people when you just want to get a little, like a group of people together and stuff like that without stepping on each other you know so and it's, it's actually sorry it's actually and cool. it's an easy thing to do outside and inside you know food is a little bit more complicated yes. because you know you have to worry about like hot food cold food inside outside but yeah. beer is beer it's cold right. inside outside right. and exactly. it's just it's easy to translate so i think it's been an easy way for people to kind of escape and since we do have the space in the parking lot right now uh-huh. you know it's it's a place for people to show up and feel comfortable and leave their houses since everything is happening, are you all having more people come inside or outside? So when we uh, first opened for phase three at the end of May, uh, we noticed that people were very, uh, very hesitant to, to sit inside, even with the um, amped up kind of cleaning procedures that we've mm-hmm. been doing over here. Yeah. Um, you know, and we just want to make sure everyone's doing what they're comfortable with. Yeah. Um, so, you know, both both are an option, but we're still noticing when the weather's nice, most people are choosing to sit outside. Yeah. But why wouldn't you? Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. I, I would yeah. be out there, COVID or not. It's a nice day. So, oh, yeah. like, Absolutely. Yeah, with like 82 degree weather and yeah. not full on humidity. Uh, this, is not, this is the actual type of weather that I would like it to be like at least 60% of the time. Yeah, and I think so, everyone would agree. Yeah. Even in the summertime, I was like, this is the best. Well, Dee kind of led me into the next question. You and you talked about the space and things like that. Uh, Bianca and I both go to a lot of breweries in the area, yes. and I feel like it's a very interesting feel in Northern Virginia that uh, a lot of them happen in business parks. Is there? Do you guys know a little bit of the background behind why so many are in business parks, parks versus you know kind of being in their own area, their own expansive uh, you know Piece land? Of land? Yeah, yeah. So I would probably have to double check with Sean on this, but just. In- from my perception, I think it's it really comes down to just more affordable rent nice. for these businesses. You know, right. um, mm-hmm. what a lot of in, in these parks, a lot of uh, offices come and go, and there's always space available. Uh, so when this space opened up, and with like the high ceilings that we have here and everything yeah. like that, it, it just it just works. You know, we're kind of tucked away back here, but we we love the space that we yeah. have, and uh, you know, our tap room is definitely really spacious compared yeah. to a few others oh yeah. for sure yeah it's definitely that's what i yeah. noticed when i first walked in it it's like, it's a lot, nah, of space. a lot of space yeah and you guys have a normal built-in like clientele there's businesses uh-huh. around here yeah. that you know five o'clock hits or whatever time they may get off and they naturally just want to you're come very close to residents like residential places yeah. as well yeah. so people can walk Oh yeah, we definitely have regulars that live in the townhouses uh, right across yeah. the road there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And just walk right on over. I mean, I would. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely. Would close to a I'll walk like over this. and stumble back. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So when it comes to the outdoor seating, I was explaining this uh, to somebody a little bit earlier that I know right before COVID and everything hit, you guys just had opened up that patio. Yeah, that's right. Not too long before, because I've been here quite a few times. Um, and then, you know, it was kind of seemed natural to just kind of expand that out into the parking lot. Has that been easy for you guys? Like, has the uh, owner and everything around here been super supportive to you guys to help you, you know, make those adjustments and change kind of quickly to ensure that you guys can, you know, provide a, a safe environment for your customers? Yeah, so we had to coordinate with our, our landlord, and they were pretty cool about it. I mean, um, the space that we have is pretty wide, so basically we're just taking the parking spots that were in front of our, our space to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, you know, 
the landlord basically said, hey, you know, you guys are paying rent for those parking spaces anyway, so if you guys want to extend the seating, that's okay. Nice. Then we had to check with our ABC agent, um, and they've been approving a lot of temporary outdoor seating mm-hmm. during this environment. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So uh, the county had no issue with us uh, putting some tables out into the parking lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I mean, I like it. Yeah. When I sh- when I it's, showed a, it's up, actually like, kind oh, of weird, it's very nice out right. there. Mm-hmm. I would actually sit out there probably. Yeah, for we a while. we uh, we put some hard work into those little planners yeah. and stuff, mm-hmm. and just tried to make it look as nice as you can, and we give people like, thanks, <laughs> <laughs> give people just kind of like a nice place to come and relax. Nice. Yeah. So like you you know you're not taking any credit for that, like a little bit of like, <laughs> hey, I said I should do this. No, uh, I remember the day before we uh, reopened, Chelsea was down here uh, taking pictures of all of us and helping us put the planter boxes together. Yeah, and stuff I like showed that. up to take pictures and I ended up planting plants. Yeah, right. yeah. So, you know, we, you so know. You did, yeah, you yeah. Oh, yeah. So you were part of it. There you go. Team effort. I know. Absolutely. One of the other nice things that I really enjoy when I come in, uh, when I come here at uh, different times, you guys have uh, an array of uh, games to kind of play. I, you guys have cornhole boards out sometimes, uh, pinball machines out all the time. Uh, I've even seen, I know you guys have uh, trivia nights here. I've been to one of them before too. Uh, it, it, you know, you guys do a lot of events. Have you guys been able to start those back up? Have you kind of had to adjust a little bit, maybe utilize the outdoor space as best you can? Uh, we definitely had to pivot just a little bit. Um, you know, we had to abide by all the table spacing in here, so everything's got, got to be six feet apart. Uh, we're still hosting the weekly trivia event, and uh, you know, we've noticed not quite as many teams have been showing up, but even still, uh, some of our regulars who have been showing up for the last two years since I've been working here, you know, they, they definitely miss this place, and they're still coming out to support. Nice. Um, when it comes to the pinball stuff, we've also been running some tournaments here and there, and um, with amped up uh, safety procedures, like you know, hand sanitizer available, and then they're wiping down the machines mm-hmm. uh, in between use and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. and we've uh, we've started doing um, a comedy night, like yeah. once or twice a month, which you know has been pretty successful, and people have been observing you know social distancing, but people seem to be comfortable enough to come out and like still enjoy the event. So. You know, we haven't brought everything back, but we have been introducing new opportunities and new events okay. as well. So, you know, we're all just trying to make adjustments that are appropriate and, you know, safety, safety and well-being of our customers first. But are uh, they local comedians or are they like? They are. Okay. Um, yeah. So my friend uh, Anthony, he's been putting together some lineups for us uh, with all local comedians. And it's been it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, so he's like the agent. Yeah, yeah, sort of. <laughs> Everyone's got a side Anthony hustle. The here. Agent. <laughs> Make sure you put his name out there. When it comes to the location again, um, another thing I really love about this space is you guys have kind of filled a nice uh, hole in where you guys are located. Chantilly, I feel like there's not a ton of breweries in this area. You have some more, uh, definitely out in Leesburg, they have a lot in uh, Loudoun County, but in Fairfax, everything's really spread out. There's yeah. not a huge cluster. Of breweries in any one location. So, do you guys know why Chantilly necessarily was uh, was chosen for uh, for the brewery here? Uh, I question I, for Sean. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's that's definitely uh, he would have a little bit more insight on that. Right. But I, I when he uh, was deciding to, to found the brewery, he his only hard rule was that it was going to be in Fairfax County. 
and then when so when this space became available and he saw it, I think yeah. he just realized this is the spot. Well, you know? and I also think it accommodated the size of the tank space that mm -hmm. he was envisioning. So okay. you have to keep that in mind. Like okay. a brewery is not just a tap room. Mm -hmm. right. It is a protect or for for a lot of places, it is a production facility. So behind us, you know, we have a full facility behind us, and it just depends on the size and scale of the amount of beer that you want to be producing. So we have a large larger production facility mm -hmm. so you know he needed a larger space if he had like a smaller vision it would have been a smaller space and he, he might have had different flexibility in regards to like where he could you know park his brewery right. <laughs> right. is very developed so there's it not a huge yeah, spaces there's... like this available so mm -hmm. yeah it's very smart to jump like on it eight or nine breweries in Fairfax County? I know on the Passport, which, that's they, what I'm, which that, this yeah, is that's a location for as yeah. well, I think they had about like seven or eight, yeah. and there might be like one or two that they were missing, but right. that's right. that was okay. the majority of them. Oh, yeah. wow. Look at that. See? <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge. Know so just Knowledge. it. You yeah. know, I think mommy brain didn't give you that much. Right <laughs> <laughs> so is that like a book, or is that like... It's like a... So we're nerds about beer. Okay. And we yeah. saw that there's a big passport that leads you around Fairfax County and Loudoun County so that you can check them off, of course, oh. of the ones that you have oh, visited. Cool. So we have not, like, we haven't used it, but I know we can check some off. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that was kind of a fun thing that I think the, uh, the Board of like Tourism for the county mm -hmm. developed. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And they, so they basically every brewery just kind of stamps the the passport as you visit. So it's, oh, it's kind of a fun little idea, yeah. little brewery crawl kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So what we got going on there, Mr. Ben? So one of the other uh, questions that I want to, since there are a lot of breweries in this area that we were talking about briefly, uh, and your guys' great location, do you guys collaborate with a lot of other breweries? Maybe not even in this area, but uh, I know I've seen other places or other breweries that partner with some even out of state. Uh, uh, my fiance is from South Carolina, and she has a local brewery down there that actually has come up here and done work with a brewery or two in this area. So, just kind of curious if you guys do a lot of collaborations. Uh, so, we've been collaborating with a lot of uh, Virginia breweries over the nice. last few years. Um, we haven't uh, locked up or locked in an out-of-state collaboration just yet, um, because sort of the model that we've been taking is sort of growing uh, slowly out. You know, and mm -hmm. we're just and we're definitely going to try to cross promote and. Uh, bring some some new uh, breweries into the mix here. Cool. You um, know. And you know, with COVID, it's just it's a different yes. landscape. Yeah, it's a different life. Like, so down. you know, we're starting to. I'm starting to notice other breweries are starting to slowly get back into the collaboration game. There was a, a long pause on that sort of thing, just because everyone was going, "Are we still going to be open in six months?" Yep. Um, yeah. So the last collaboration that we had done was with Ocelot, and that was back in March. March. Yep. And so that was Bicycle Diaries. And so, you know, we we do collab and, you know, keep it local, you know, stones throw away. But, you know, we want to try to, you know, support other breweries in the area and we're open to new opportunities yeah. all the time. Nice. Cool. I like us a lot. Yeah, they're one of, yeah. one of my favorites too. too. Yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, it was interesting to hear you talk about grow your strategy for growing outside because I feel like I've lived now here in Reston for about three years, but I've lived in the area for my entire life. I'm from Burke, but uh, definitely in those three years, I've seen more and more of your guys' trucks out and about on the road, or at least trucks with your guys' uh, logo and stuff on them, the old one, uh, that, you know, taking beer to, I'm sure, different bar bars and stuff like that. So it's been really interesting to see your guys' growth from 
just when I first found out about this place to then now I see you guys, I feel like almost every other day when I'm out and about driving, I'll see a truck with Mustang Sally on. So can you talk a little bit about um, that game plan of getting out into the local bars and breweries yeah. and things like that? Absolutely. So I think right now we're in over 60 like local bars and uh, restaurants in the okay. area. Nice. Um, our sales rep, Anderson, who came on um, in March, He's been excellent at uh, getting us new accounts and like basically getting our beer to all these places we uh, were never able to get into before. So, you know, he's putting a lot of legwork into uh, expanding our reach. Yeah, yeah, like you know, make these uh, account visits and uh, just kind of build these new relationships. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Because now when I go, to, <laughs> correct, right? Because yeah. when I go to a place now, I can see that you all's beer is there and actually a few more like local breweries too as well and do you think it's because people are a little bit more open since COVID is happening and they're like you know what let's do it. It's happening at the same time as we're introducing our small batch program. Nice. I feel like that's a pretty appropriate. So you know we, we are coming out with more beers on a frequent basis. We transitioned from bottles to cans last November mm -hmm. and so and then again COVID um, <laughs> but you know we we've developed a small batch program that we've you know been introducing so that means that there's more fresh new beers smaller batches and we're able to make our way and have a bigger presence in bottle shops mm -hmm. you okay. know because it but doesn't mean that we're not you know taking care of our flagships and making sure that you know we have steady and consistent beers like our amber and our filter so all right nice so you guys are super artistic as well here i know we uh we'll have a shot a little bit later when we do some tasting mm -hmm. uh, at a mural that's here uh you guys have a really great mural over here on the side of the wall now that's happened since covid has started you guys were mm -hmm. able to shut down and, and deep clean and, and get things ready for the next phase of mustang sally uh with everything going on now with covid can you guys talk to us a little bit about the artwork that you guys have here in-house and even uh, on your labels? Because your guys' labels, you know, especially some of the mm -hmm. small batch ones that, Chelsea, you were mentioning, you guys are really, really creative. I, I absolutely love what you guys are doing, and I think it's uh, really great to highlight that. Um, so as far as the murals go, it was actually really cool. Uh, one of Sean's daughter's friends, she's a really talented uh, visual artist, and she okay. was able to help us out uh, with... Uh, the mural on this wall and the one uh, around the corner as well. Okay. Um, so we were really excited to have her help us out with that. Yeah. Um, and her name's Gabby. Uh, I can't remember. Was like, shout oh, out. Uh, so shout out, Gabby. Yeah. Uh, thank you for uh, this awesome art in here. And then as far as the labels, uh, we actually brought in, on my my bandmate Matt um, to help us out with a lot of the graphic design in here. So oh, cool. um, he's been. He's been a really big help, and with a lot of these small batch beers yeah. we've been uh, putting out lately. You know, and so the, the vibe that we are transitioning into is, you know, contemporary retro, if you will. You know, we, we want to modernize, you know, a throwback. And yeah. so, you know, it's past, present, you know, and collabing and exploding into the future, if you will. Um, so, you know, we've got bright colors. We want you to, you know, just feel the vibe. You want to feel the energy and the yeah. passion mm -hmm. for the beer. And, you know, we love the beer. We love this brewery. And we want that to be emanating from our walls to our cans, you know, and we want you to be excited about the beers, you know, to, to want to come in and go, I love that can. I want to see what beers in there. Yeah. And, you know, but that's the point of it. And, yep. you know, and we want you to have an emotional connection with it. So, you know, we had Newman a few weeks ago. Uh, we have Ghost of Weight that just came out. So, you know, we want to be able to kind of have 
you know, tie back into people's memories, if they have a song associated, you know, just kind of bring all kinds of emotions, emotional, like visual. I'm resonating with this ghost <laughs> wave because I am a big, always sunny fan. And so when I saw that, I was like, man, that is, that's awesome. Yeah. And then I remember the episode and then I went so and watched funny. the episode and then. <laughs> I saw the shirt that goes yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> I oh. just, I love it. And love I've that. never seen Always Sunny. No? And so, okay. that's, you have to, that's interesting. So, so I, as the social media person, <laughs> you know, like, sometimes there are references that I'm going, yeah. Guys, I, what does that mean? I know, yeah. I and know, so they I have, the they side, have to tell like, me what I have to go look up. So, like, I had to actually sit down and watch the episode, and then I was like, that was clever. See? Yeah. That exactly. was so clever. I love it. I love See, it. it goes was, right with know, it. When I saw the sign, I was like, mm, I know Dwayne Wade. So, <laughs> so, uh, is that a Bob reference? <laughs> I knew instantly when I saw it and then sent it over. I was like, man, I think this is one of the beers they're releasing new when we go and like, you know, film with them. And I was like, I hope so, because that is so cool. And, yeah. and that's that's the vibe that we yeah. want people to have with all of all of our beers, you know, and, you know, become familiar with our brand and trust that the beer that you're going to get, whether or not it is a sunny reference or, you know, the mind is willing, which is, you know, it's got a lava lamp design. I love it. It's like one of my favorite labels, yeah. you know, and you go, I'm curious, what is this? And crack it open and explore and, and, and vibe with it. Vibe with it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's excellent. Now, uh, with everything that's going on with COVID, if somebody wanted to come in and, uh, or if they could reach out to you guys and schedule to come look at the uh, operations on the back end, because uh, obviously you guys have a really great thing here. I feel like one of the first times I came here, I saw a sign saying, if you need a tour, speak to the bartender and things like that. But obviously things are way different now, and that was probably a couple years ago now. Uh, but I was just kind of curious, is that still a possibility for people to schedule a, a tour to kind of see what happens on the back end? Uh, so it's just kind of more as like it was before uh, when the bartender has some time like our staff here is really passionate about the brewery just like we are and they love taking customers back there and showing them around um, but typically uh, we've only had one person uh, working lately on shift so okay. usually we just kind of need to have them behind the bar and sure. yeah so the tours are sort of on hold for now cool okay yeah Totally understandable. Yep. Yeah. I get it. And it's a yeah. production facility, so you, you right. want to be cognizant of that as yeah. well. Right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Typically, how many um, beers do you guys um, produce per batch? Does that sound yeah. right? Uh, so. Beer guys. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh, You're throwing out the right industry. Oh, You're doing yeah, good. good. You're doing yeah. good. So, we have uh, three different uh, size fermenters we have a 60 barrel fermenters, 30 barrel fermenters, and 10 barrel fermenters. And just for reference, um, on the 60 barrel fermenters, that could be a, just about 3,000 gallons of beer. Oh, yeah, man. I was not uh, ready for that. That's <laughs> why we have a big warehouse. Yeah. So, um, man. Yeah, so anywhere from uh, just a few barrels, and I guess that would be a good size reference over there. We have some uh, barrels up yeah. against the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so anywhere from a few barrels of a batch to, uh, you know, 30, 40 barrels of beer. Yep. And so, you know, and in order to support our small batch program, because you don't want to cook a whole bunch of beer right. and then only release a small amount of it, right? right? That's that's insane. So, you know, we got, you know, smaller tanks and a smaller system to support our small batch program, which allows us to kind of turn out those, you know, one-off beers on yeah. a more regular basis. Oh, okay. And so you have to just kind of think about, you know, like how much beer are you going to be making? So, again, 
Amber's, the, the Pilsner's, we can make in larger batches because yes. those are our flagships. Those will always be here. Mm -hmm. Those are what's hitting grocery store shelves. So, you know, there's a kind of a cadence that happens. Yeah. So do you have the, any beers that like you feel like you should hold back a little bit and, and then have like a release date for those particular ones or do you kind of like do the... Um, yeah, so for our, our brew schedule, uh, lately with the small batch stuff, mm -hmm. we're trying to do at least one new IPA a month and okay. then an additional style. So um, this month we actually did three beers, so it was two sours and an IPA. Okay. Um, so basically every month is going to look a little bit different. As we get into uh, the end of winter, we're going to be doing some stouts and some darker beers and stuff like that. So it's just gonna it's gonna be kind of a seasonal thing that's yeah. gonna be, gonna rotate. Yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah, a little bit of both. I like either dark mm -hmm. or light. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like all that's beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yep. that's what I keep hearing. <laughs> and you know, you you've got a certain window. You know, it takes yeah. time for beer to be made and ferment. So you've got a couple of weeks where you've got to plan it out. You know, months ahead. So it's not a matter of like sitting on the beer. It's it's more like you know, once that rotation, when are you putting it in you have to think about tank space right. so there's just a lot it i call it a game of chess yeah. <laughs> you know you have to think five moves ahead yeah. plan it now and you know get everything into the right manner and tank space uh, and okay Okay. All right, I, well. I like you. <laughs> I'm really excited. Let's talk about it all day. <laughs> well, I'm excited to talk about it even more as we do a tasting next. Oh, yeah. So we're going to move to the next area and do a tasting. Yep. And I'm so excited about it because I haven't had a chance to do a tasting in a while. So yeah. this will be great. Awesome. All right. And we're back, folks. And this is um, where we get to taste the fabulous beer that um, Mustang Sally has been um, doing for years and it just seems like a beautiful thing. So what you got for us, Paul? All right. Well, so just real quick before we jump into our flights. Oh, um, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that we're, we're observing the whole COVID rules. So, so yeah, observing COVID rules in the brewery, we do ask that guests come in as they're walking around the brewery, wear their masks, be respectful of other guest members. But when you're at your table, feel comfortable, slip off your mask. If you're with people that you are comfortable with, we all had the discussion and we are comfortable taking off our mask. Sure. And now we go ball. <laughs> all right. So we're going to be going uh, left to right, folks. And we're starting with our Article 1 Amber Lager. Um, this is a gold medal winner at the Virginia Craft Brewers Cup, and we are very proud of this beer. This is one of our flagships. Um, this is a beer that you're going to see probably more frequently out in the wild uh, in distribution. Um, you can find this beer at a lot of local grocery stores and restaurants, and it's definitely one of my favorites uh, to go with food and things like that. All right. All right. So, let's see what we think. Cheers up, guys. Cheers. Where's yours, Herb? Disclaimer, um, Herb's not drinking today. It's Herb's not, fasting. It's not five o'clock in his area. So. He's fasting. So at fast. one o'clock, he'll be um, doing a lot more than this, yeah. I'm yeah. sure. It's also football day. Did you yeah. say your cousin so. is in the UK? It's five o'clock there. It is five o'clock. <laughs> it is five o'clock in Africa, Ghana, West Africa right now. So but. this beer is perfect for a football Sunday. Mm -hmm. yes. Sessionable, sippable. It's, I like to call casual drinking beer. Yeah. Um, it's got a lot of malty, nutty 
flavors to it. It's not overwhelmingly sweet, which sometimes you get with an amber. Um, and so I agree with Paul. It goes great with just about anything. Also, if you want another Sessional beer, our Pilsner also, you know, hits the hammer, nail, head, words. Really good at them. That's my first beer today. Uh, <laughs> so by beer five. <laughs> beer five, you'll barely understand what I'm talking about. But, you know, so both of them, they're perfect for a football Sunday. Yeah. All I right. like the color on this one. It's very, yeah. it's very pretty. Yeah, yeah, and the I'm amber color. yeah. I'm used to drinking a lot of IPAs, a lot of stronger, hoppier beers, mm-hmm. and so this to me is is something that I definitely would drink as my casual, regular it's drinking beer. Definitely a beer. pretty. Mm-hmm. Layout. This is a pretty layout. Yeah. This box is great. Yeah, right. it's good. good colors going on. Yeah. yeah. Did you all make these or? Have someone make them for um, you? Yeah, so we actually, yeah, we did construct the flight yeah, boxes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, and uh, all the tables you see in the brewery we built as well. Um, all right. Uh, really? Sean is, like, definitely very DIY, and uh, a lot of, basically, all the projects that we've done around the brewery, we've done ourselves. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Well, that's cool. That's there was cool. some COVID chaos when we were shut down. I came yeah. in, I was like, oh, dear God. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean it's very impressive that Sean is so hands on right. and like yeah. it's it's not just a brewery, it's a labor of love. Yeah, because yeah. these countertops are yeah. beautiful. I, I know, it's like everything the detail. is wonderful. The detail, detail is, is there. Mm-hmm. And hence the background. Correct. I was about to say, can but, you tell yeah, us a little yeah, bit about yeah. this background right yeah, here? Absolutely. Gabby. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget her. That's right, Gabby. <laughs> yes. Because this is beautiful. Is there like a certain reference? to it as well as to why it is these colors behind us. So this is, you know, in homage to our The Simpsons Did It. <laughs> so um, that was a dip that we released, what, last month? Two months ago? Two months ago, yeah. Two months ago. Um, it's just kind of referencing and, you know, pop culture. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons have done it. Yeah. We didn't actually plan on 2020 being 2020. Yeah, but it just it just kind of all like fell into that because this is a beer that we've brewed before, so you know we were just bringing it back, and then we're like, yep, nope, Simpsons did it, mm-hmm. Simpsons did it. Okay, well here we are. So this is it's not an intentional homage homage to uh, twenty twenty, but it might be. Yeah. I think it is now officially, right? I like it. It's very colorful. Things I like to, it. Things seem to fall into place every time, you know. So this is perfect segue to that and so I know we're moving on to the next mm-hmm. and so what we got there Mr. Paul all right so number two we got the half moon rising it is a Czech style dark lager so uh, wow. similar to the beer you just tried it's gonna have those kind of malty roasty notes um, but I would say it's gonna have um, sort of an amplified version of, of that you, you know? get some chocolate in yeah, yeah. It, sm- okay. it smells, it smells like a stout so like a, did I make that stout? up? No, it is. Oh, yeah, okay. stout. Yeah. yeah, it looks like a stout. It does. But the Absolutely. funny part is that it's like you can still it see the brown layered. amber, yeah, um, amber kind of tint. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, definitely doesn't drink quite like a stout. It mm-hmm. drinks light like a lager, but it has some of those, that roastiness, right? The, the mouthfeel is light, delicate. You know, just rolls right off the tongue. You know, but you get a lot more flavor than you would get with a typical lager. And, you know, it starts kind of trending towards the south. So not a lot of people have had dark lagers, black lagers. They are my favorite. I like my beer, like my soul, dark. (laughs) 
Um, yes. And so this is actually <laughs> my favorite beer that's on top right now. So okay. I'm going to stop talking so you guys right. can yeah, right. yeah. Cheers. Like cheers. Cheers, everyone. Yeah, cheers. And also, this was a uh, won a bronze medal at the Virginia Craft Brewers Cup this year in right. the uh, I can taste why. category. It's very good. This is great. Yeah, we're excited about this one. And okay. I'm not usually into like darker beers, but this is... This is wonderful. I firmly encourage people to, you know, challenge their palates, mm-hmm. try things that are unusual and different. Like right. this is not something you typically see in alliance. So take advantage mm-hmm. of it. You don't know what you don't like until you try it. Right. And so that's how I this got is great. super into dark lagers. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you're enjoying it. Um, I drink a lot of it. You know, <laughs> and you know, it's the perfect fall beer. Yeah. You know, imagine sitting by a campfire right mm-hmm. now with it. You know, imagine you know cooking your, you know. Oktoberfest food because you can't go to actual Oktoberfest. Yes, you know, yeah. growing some bratwurst. That's right. That's perfect. Solid. Well, that is that's, exactly that's, right. Like a pretzel and yes, like a, yes. Know. I was just thinking I'm, about I'm that. Look at her. I'm, so I'm sorry, envisioning man. your fall for that you. That you won't be able to go to Oktoberfest. Right. Uh, you know, bucket list. But <laughs> he'll go when it's when, when the time is right. The time is right. Exactly. Maybe but you're you're usually into darker beers like this, right, Ben? All beers are yeah. equal. Well, yep. <laughs> all beers matter, but yeah, still. Yeah, yeah, I, like, <laughs> yeah I, like, I like sour beers are usually my number one choice, but sour IPAs, because that kind of combines both of those things. Uh, I do like uh, certain IPAs that are very uh, easy drinkable, but when they also hit you in the face, that kind of helps me slow down a little bit. Yeah. So that's also really great. But then the dark beers like this are super great. The smell of this one definitely reminds me of a porter or a lot uh, or mm. you know, like heavier beer but the taste is very mellow it's, it's very not, mellow it's yeah not, it doesn't make you feel like yeah. you're drinking a high percentage or it doesn't mm-hmm. feel heavy in, uh, in your palate so it, it's very drinkable you can have these just like the uh, article one have it all day how you like it Dave oh it's delicious <laughs> <laughs> what is the percentage of alcohol on both of these beers right here so the first one is 5.5. Okay. Oh, uh, I'm yes. I just want to double check. Yeah. We brought notes. <laughs> We're prepared. I love that. Yes. Um, and the second one is a 4.8. Oh, really? Or... Okay. And see, am I wrong? I might be wrong. Five, five, seven. Okay. Yeah. Yes. See, that's not that bad. Everybody seemed a little bit perplexed when they when you said four point eight. I was like, wow, that's that's still gonna, you know, but you know, that's still coming in a lot lighter than a lot of porters and stouts. Oh, sure. Yeah. The five point seven. Oh wow. Okay. Interesting. Snow Miller Light. Yeah. What is Miller Light? So here we go. We're going to the next set of beers there, Mr. Paul. What we got going on? All right, number three is a brand new companion. Um, this is a beer that we just released this past weekend. It is a fruited sour as part of our Freak Sour series. And you've got some oh. passion fruit, you've got some papaya, and a little bit of uh, milk sugar to kind of give it a little bit of creaminess too in there. So just beware if you do have a lactose allergy. Just, I don't. That's an interesting way to serve that one. I couldn't wait to try this one. All right, it tastes so great. Sour fans. Yeah, what we're sour fans. Saying? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, Dave, down, how do you like down. it? You want to see? No, <laughs> <down>. <laughs> I like it. That's and then you're, you're exactly there you right. There you go. 
Very nice. Have another. Yeah. Tastes great. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's a it's got that tartness to it that you're looking if you if that's what you like out of your sour beers. Um, I've had other sour fruited ones. This is probably the the best so far that I've had mm-hmm. because I feel yeah. usually the fruit di- uh, dilutes the tartness for me. But I think because of the guava, the passion fruit, those kind of amp up those tropic sour like tart flavors for me. So no. this one's really nice uh, level of tartness. I, you know, I've had some that will blow out your your sure. mouth where you're like, oh man, that's crazy. But this is a really nice level of that that just makes me want to keep drinking more. more I just want to drink a whole glass of it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a beer that, you know, it's pretty easy to drink a four pack of, honestly. Yeah, oh, yeah. I would do it. This so, is, it just, it's so refreshing. Yeah. It feels yeah. like you should yeah. sit outside and drink it. Yes. It's, it's our, you know, end of summer beer. Yeah. yeah. Let's, okay. let's enjoy those, these last couple of days as we make our transition into fall. It's part of our Freak series, so we do make beers very similar to this on a very frequent basis. Mm-hmm. You know, earlier this summer, which we got a bronze medal for, also, you just winning all the awards. Um, was, was our um, getaway plan, and that is blackberry and lime. Mm. Which I first was like, I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not sorry that I did. Um, you know, and it, it's what I appreciate about our sours, and I can only speak from my own palate, is that it's a nice, delicate balance of, you know, the fruit, not overly sweet. And you do, as you said, you get the tartness at the end of it. It's not a, like, so heavily fruited sour that, you know, you think that you're drinking a smoothie or something. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that delicate balance that Brian keeps, that Brian's our brewer. This is wonderful. Oh, it's incredibly refreshing. Like, I would, I want a growler of I it. could tell. Yeah. No, okay. I, don't need, I don't need juice. I got this. That is right. It does taste like a, like a juice. Mm-hmm. I like so that. like if you go on like a ride or something, you come and you like a bike beer. ride. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like in the car. That's what <laughs> yeah. I, well, that's what I, <laughs> what I do is I, get on, I, I, I do the bike ride. I know about you guys. But well, like, I try. <laughs> Three days a week, I yeah. try. Do you guys uh, can here in house? I know a lot of breweries don't have uh, a huge canning system, so they will send it out to get canned. But and then some have a, a little smaller thing, so they just aren't. You know, ha- having the scale too, but I know with as much as you're putting out there at grocery stores too. I didn't want. I was wondering if everything happens here. Yeah. Um, so we work with a company called Ironheart. They're, uh, I guess, a mobile canning company. Oh, cool. okay. So they basically put all their equipment in the back of a trailer uh, and then set it up here for the day. Nice. So when, uh, but we actually, it's really exciting. Uh, this past Friday, we got our own canning line in. Really? Ooh, yeah, I right. love that. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations. Yes, so, congratulations. Um, and that's going to allow us to uh, basically control, you know, our means of canning these small batches releases mm-hmm. that we're enjoying right now. Yes. And we're super excited to be able to kind of keep that more in-house. We're still going to utilize the uh, canning company when we need to do very large runs mm-hmm. of like some of our core beers, like the Amber Lager, which we tried earlier. Um, just because the system that we have isn't going to be very conducive to doing like 400 cases, but you know, when we only have to do 50 cases, it's going to be perfect. Okay. So um, we're going to be able to, uh, it's going to give us a lot of flexibility. Right. I think that's awesome. A lot of flex. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Dan jokes all day. <laughs> How many people does it take to actually put that production together to can? Um, so typically, uh, the canning company, they send two employees out, and then we have to provide two employees to actually 
pull the beer off of the line and then pack and put it into the uh, the cases. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. So they sort of they sort of run the the back end, and then we do most of the actual like labor as far as right. like, taking the cans okay. off of the line. Okay. Uh-huh. I always wondered because when I see it, it looks like the one that I've only seen at Jailbreak Brewery. It seems small, and I didn't yeah. understand. Like I I thought of maybe. Be yeah, like so six people, yeah. so seven people the system, wanted just uh, turning stuff out, but yeah, I was curious. When they bring the their system in, it's 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 very expensive. It's like I think a half a million dollar piece of machinery. And, oh, okay, uh, so I won't and, be here on those yeah. days. And it's, <laughs> And uh, don't want to touch that. Don't want to touch it. The back it's fine. Yep. Yes. Yes. Now we're moving on to the next one, right? Oh yeah. I was being polite. I didn't finish my beer. Should I? Yeah. Have finished? Well, can you? You know, well, you can save them for later. Yes. I'm. It's hard for me to stop. Don't worry. I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, Apparently, like, the, the guys the are guys like, okay. through, and I was just like, I like enjoy. Yeah. I was like, oh, let me taste it afterwards I, uh, and figure like out which one I want to drink as a the, pint. The, the, like, and they're like, like, a, like, yeah. a, you're, like you're doing like a wine tasting versus they're doing like. I was. We're just gonna get our pinkies out. Yes. That is correct. Yes. I'll chug so, it with the pinky out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There you go. All right. All right. I'm going to have Chelsea lead us into this one. I know she really likes this one. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, so the Mind is Milling is a sour IPA. Ooh, so, I am so excited about this. I, you know, as I said, I firmly, firmly believe in, you know, trying something that you don't normally try. Don't know if you don't like it until you try it. And I think this beer is one of those beers. It's a sour IPA. So, like, a lot of people are like, I'm confused. I'm not going to do that. Do it. But I want to see what your reaction is. So I got excited when you mixed those two together. <laughs> it's, the, it's the best of both worlds for us. You know, we, we really enjoy this style. Herb, you miss it out. I'm missing out. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? I think this is great. Yeah. It is. So you're gonna get it some of that both. hoppiness. Yes, on the it's both. Like you can really taste both. You can taste yeah. the hops in there because it's really, yeah. You get a little bit of that tartness on the back. I was end. trying to figure out the words, yes. but I can't figure out the words. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so mind blown. Yeah. I just can't think anymore. <laughs> the mind is willing. I am. A, I'm, a, I'm a big IPA person, so to have a sour and an IPA together, the two beers that I okay. like probably. Good. Probably the most. <laughs> hey man, I'm trying to it sell. It tastes good too. You just gotta wait until one. Um, I like it. The blend. Yeah, the, the blend, blend is really. Blend. It's yeah, really. I think it's this, very balanced. I think this is a one. This is a, a sour IPA that's very uh, drinkable for people for IPA lovers. Mm-hmm. I think exactly. If this has for me tasting it, I don't get a ton of sour notes. I mm-hmm. do get that little bit uh, tart at yeah. the very end, but it immediately hit me. I was like, "Yep, this is an IPA," and then I was like, "Okay, it's not." Going, it's not hitting you over the head with the with the hops or with the uh, with the flavors that you normally get yeah. from a New England sour or double IPA or anything like that. But you do get a little bit of that that uh, fruity sour taste at the end, just to kind of mellow out the IPA flavor. So this is really good for I think IPA drinkers who like that. Yeah, it's 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 nice. Like you've got the fresh the hop like in the front, and at the end it's like almost a citrus delivery. Yeah, like yep. a it is. Like, Lemon, lime, and that's why I couldn't out. figure out the words because I was like, "Wow, these the the taste in my mouth is yeah. it's so many t- things happening." But that's what I appreciate. That's what I appreciate about you know beers, especially complex beers. If you can't put words to it immediately, 
because you've got so many different things going mm-hmm. through your mind. You know, I don't want you to be speechless because speechless you're like, oh, dear God, this is, I can't say anything but the. Um, no, it was great. Right. But, the, you know, you, you want a beer that, you know, makes you stop, sit, and think and go, what is going on? Mm-hmm. What am I tasting? What am I experiencing? And, you know, that's ultimately what we want for all of our beers. Yeah. Right? But this is great. Like you were saying, Ben, that's kind of by design. Like, it's definitely um, supposed to be sour for the IPA drinker. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. Okay. That's yeah. that's what it was uh, designed to They made so something for us, man. It is about the cheers. Cheers. He put the pinky out. He put the pinky out. It's necessary. I'm assuming um, on, on Dave's thing, we're going to go on to the next one, right? Because... <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta follow suit thing. now. Yeah, exactly right. Thank you. Got the pinky, That's right. But it's okay. <laughs> That's so all right. We'll cheers all of our beers. What is, what, is the, what is the next one, and who's gonna introduce that? Is that, is that you, Chelsea, or is that Mr. Paul? I can take this one. So all this right. is the Ghost of Wade. This Ghost is our brand new release this past weekend, and it I'm is so excited a about it. hazy New England style IPA featuring. Are Citra Nelson Savan? Yep. Hops. Wow. Okay. I, yeah. That sounds yeah. fancy. That's very fancy. <laughs> so, Ghost of Wade is a fancy beer. When you have which, to think about the yeah. hop profile. <laughs> and so, and how then, did you oh, all yeah. end up picking the name for this one? Because I know we spoke about it earlier. With, yeah, with exactly. So, uh, records, during, we had quite a bit of downtime here at the brewery when we were shut down for phase one and phase two. Um, we were doing uh, curbside sales to go, so we were selling cans to people that would roll up, but um, nobody was actually allowed to stay here and drink. So in that in that interim, um, the full-time staff here, which is just the brewer, myself, and um, our sales guy, uh, we spent countless hours, and you know, Chelsea too. I text messages. Yeah, so many texts. Uh, and we just spent a lot of time just kind of thinking through what we just think is kind of silly, kind of fun. And uh, a lot of those ended up being references to, you know, like shows or movies that we mm-hmm. like, music, that kind of thing. So, yeah. I like that. So if you don't know, and you're not an Always Sunny fan, <laughs> uh, because I clearly stated earlier, I don't know what's going on. Uh, it is an episode of Always, or Always Sunny where the gang... Um, takes on this challenge of the legendary Wade so Boggs, yeah. who apparently drank, I don't even know how many beers. It was like 60-something beers on a cross-country flight or something. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was like 100-something beers that he drank yeah. over the course of a whole flight. Yeah, like yeah. six hours and it, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a it was a cross-country to get to a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he, and then like, he played the game he very the game. well, and people were like, how did you play that so drunk, and how did you actually drink <laughs> that many beers? So, you know. Who's, this, who's this Wade guy? Wade Boggs. Wade, Wade Boggs. Boggs. Okay. And in the, in the show, they go, Boss Hogs. Because it's <laughs> And, you know, and the ghost of Wade, who RIP is not dead. Correct. <laughs> exactly. He's alive and well. He's, oh, he's really? alive and well, and they say that on the show, but they keep saying RIP. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so the ghost appears on the flight and talks to Charlie. Yes. And yes. Um, and as the gang is going through all this, they're marking off like all their different like beers, and they've got a rec- like a commissioner um, who's mm-hmm. like making sure that you know 
Mac they're being drinking. honest. Yeah, yeah. so um, Mac is not drinking. So He's, if you take a look at the can label, you'll actually see the shirt on the front. Um, so we thought that was a solid throwback, and we actually made a limited release run of, of a shirt for this beer. So yeah. that's actually part of something that we are hoping to do continuing with our small batch program is, you know, some of the labels are just going to be fun enough that there's going to be fun stuff to go with it. Oh, so yeah. A and, shirt, glassware, magnet. Exactly. And tell everybody that you already sold out on the shirts, too, because it was a great idea. Yeah. Basically. So, you know, yes. they might have been popular. Exactly. Yes. Because that, that shirt is, I don't know, I'm a big Always Sunny fan, so that oh, reference yeah. was great. And that shirt, I was like, man, we should make that. There might have been a couple of rotisserie chickens here in the brewery earlier. Uh, one is currently in my fridge. Yeah. Uh, I love yeah, it. So, this so beer, with this beer so you know, you're going to get kind of a little bit of that uh, bitterness from the hop, but also really light, really drink. This is probably the one that I waited for the most because I love a good cloudy beer. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, whenever I see this, whenever I see the cloudiness, you know, I'm like, man, that would probably be my favorite mm-hmm. one because right. it's, it's it funny because it looks ghostly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does look ghostly. Yeah, yeah. it was like you know, but you've got you know some Bay-Bow. citrus notes to it. Mm-hmm. It's you know right. light, but it's not like overly <laughs> like tropical. Um, it's it it has a fine fine balance, you know, and it differentiates itself from like our other beers, like our um, flagship. This is very different than this. Uh, The Halo FX. Right. Okay. These are wonderful. So with these IPAs, um, as we're doing these regular small batch releases, we're really going to have some fun with it and just kind of play around with different um, flavor profiles and hop profiles. One of the previous releases, the um, the Hello Newman, um, it drank a little bit lighter than this. Um, So, you know, we're just kind of trying to have, have some fun with it and just try some different stuff out. So, you know, it's definitely worth trying the different IPAs that come out because, as I said, we're going to have different profiles to them. They will have a different personality, different life, you know, because I know that some people, they're like, I love such and such brewery. And then, you know, the the profiles might not be that different. That's where we're trying to make sure that, you know, we do have a difference in our IPAs if we're going to continue putting out these different IPAs. You know, we want to... We want you to again experience our beer. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is this is great. And yeah. so, um, at the end of every uh, episode, we promote a small business, and I want you all to promote yourselves because you are our small business of the day. And so, here's the floor. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, everyone. Thank, first of all, thank you so much to Coach Irby, Ben, every, uh, the whole team for uh, coming out and filming with us. We really appreciate you all. Um, and please keep your eyes out for our small batch releases. You're going to see between uh, three and four new, or new beers from us a month. Uh, so it's going to be really exciting. All those beers are going to be in cans, which we're going to be utilizing our brand new canning line for. Um, we also have the Fairfax County Brewfest coming up on September 26th. It's a Saturday. And um, so basically this year with all the COVID stuff, things are going to look a little different. Uh, previously, we used to host this event uh, and bring all the seven uh, breweries out to us, or eight breweries, however many. Um, but this year, we're having all the breweries throw their own separate party. 
And I kind of like that. And the thinking behind that is to sort of uh, disperse the volume out over some different venues. Mm Because, you know, we don't don't want 2,000 people in one place right now. Right. So (laughs) So we're... Yeah, so you can kind of pick your party. I don't think I should be doing those anymore, right? No. We wanted to be smart. We wanted to make sure that we were responsible, but that we were also taking a chance and celebrating Fairfax. Yeah. And as you said, there's not... Oversaturation of mm-hmm. breweries here in Fairfax, but we want to celebrate the ones that are here and you know get people out there and be aware. And you know the passport, it's a great vehicle. Yeah. And just kind of you know get people excited. And so we're going to have a couple events here, um, and all the other breweries that are part of it will have their own individual events. But you know they're all tied together, um, and you'll kind of see promotions kind of going forward into yeah. it. And we're not looking at one day event though, right? No, that is... It, it's literally one day. Yeah, one it's, day. So it's going to be one day with uh, yeah, you don't seven different parties going on yeah, concurrently. Correct. So oh, yeah. we're going to have... You can't go from one to the other. Responsible parties. I, realistically, because you think Lake Ann and then Lorton is Fairway. So that's right. like yeah. a 45-minute drive. So probably not well, exactly. Get hopefully, hopefully nobody's driving. <laughs> get a, get a yeah. limo and go out. Bus. Get a limo. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend get a party bus. Uh, yeah, so uh, on our website, there's some more information about the uh, brew fest and then also the, the lineup for all the different breweries and the events they're going to be hosting that day. So here at Mustang, we're going to have uh, axe throwing going on, Ooh. which is going to be pretty fun. Yeah. We're going to have some live music all day. Uh, Are you playing? Because yeah. you said you have a band. Uh, so no, uh, my band won't be performing. Okay. Um, we, we do like uh, more like heavy metal kind of music and yeah. stuff, so mm-hmm. I don't want to like harsh anyone's mellow. You know, I don't want to scare anyone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, would be, I would be scared for a little bit. I would be right there. After a part. few beers, though, I'm sure you'd be feeling it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love this band! Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, so we're really excited for that event, yeah. and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. so cool. if you, you know, Chantilly is just too far for you, because some people don't like crossing state lines or you know city borders or county borders uh-huh. i don't know whatever more than virginia um you know be sure to take a look at your local bottle shops because we are making appearances we should be on the shelves and if you don't see us and you like us ask about us mm-hmm. you know send us a message on social media we will get back to you directly you know we want to make sure that we can get the beer to you if possible or find ways for you to find that beer so okay, cool. I like that. Well, so we appreciate you guys having us out. Yes, um, thank you for having us. I, from what I can see, I think everybody enjoyed <laughs> every <laughs> single From beer. what I can taste, it's, real it's been amazing. It's been amazing. And I'm starting so, to feel it, and I'd yes. like an actual which is, full which is glass good. of beer. So, <laughs> yeah. Next right? yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. So peace Great. and appreciate everybody, and keep, keep us in mind. That's right. right. The Real to Real podcast is presented by Herbert Williams Beffo and Bianca Miskaitis. Our producer is Ben Runyon. Our technical director is Nick Patry. Audio and video lead is Megan Kotner. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Real to Real and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, or anywhere else podcasts are found. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. It's been real with Coach Herb and Bee.